What is the word, man? You are now tuned in and listening to the Progression Through Perspective podcast, and I am your host, Johnny D. Man, today's episode is going to be special, man. We're going to get into talking about God's timing and his nature between men and women, as well as the great areas in relationships and communication and how that can be solved all in this one episode. You know what I'm saying? So God's timing is a term that has been spoken to me throughout almost my entire lifetime, and it's best understood when experienced. And so we all experience this, but we have not acknowledged it. You know what I'm saying? So our acknowledgement comes from the awareness of it, and that relies on understanding of knowing who God is. And the best thing about this is that God still will help you, even though you're not aware of it. So when I say the term God's timing, I don't mean it in a way as to where it applies to God, but only for us. Time has no effect on God because he is the creator of time. So in human terms, think of it this way. In the time that we are currently in is the past for God in which the current time that he is in, we are already dead. So the worries and the situations that you have have already been handled, whether we prefer it or not. But to note that that solution would be for a reason, mostly because it is God's timing. You get what I'm saying? So our free will that has been promised to us, we have an opportunity to either move at a delayed timing, no timing, or God's timing, or a premature timing. If it's anything other than God's timing, then it would be more of a challenge for you, or it would either be a settlement for you to move ahead of him. You get what I'm saying? What I mean by a settlement is that you may move ahead and settle for something that is less than what God has for you. And from my perspective, I think it is vital to know that God's timing is aligned directly with the purpose that he has for you. And this is facts. Like many that spoken are doing good for ourselves, and we can relate that. Two important factors have been coming amongst the journey to find a purpose through God's timing. And which these two are overlooked until you actually experience this. And it's, it's usually faith and patience. That's the recipe. Simple but productive. A definition for the meaning of these two words put together that I came up with is to remain consistent with the work of your heart even when you don't see results. I'm going to repeat that. The definition for the meaning of these two words put together is to remain consistent with the work of your heart even when you don't see results. The most patient living thing on this earth has to be a plant. And the process of it growing is all patience and faith. You know what I'm saying? It has no choice. That's correct. But the fact that it has no choice but to receive the water and the sun until it is fully grown speaks the volume of what some people don't understand. So we got to figure out what is the water and the sun for us so we can continue to grow faithfully and patiently. And without these two, plants usually die. And another important factor is planning. Anything you want to see through, you have to plan it. You know what I'm saying? And God is the elite master at planning. Like, look how perfect he made us as humans and the nature and the operations that we have. God planned this. And so the fruit of his plan initiated with the heavens, the earth, the planets, the animals, and us. The man and the woman were the fruition of God's plan. Just as he planned that, he planned the nature between the man and the woman. And so now we get to it. So the topic of today's discussion will be one of the most complex natures of humanity for some of us within a spiritual but logical aspect, making it make sense. So in the beginning, God created the man, he gifted him with the first reward in human history in the form of a surprise. God put Adam to sleep 
Then he woke him up to something that he didn't understand, but he was drawn to the woman. And not understanding her, he wasn't aware of the power that she possessed and was given to by God. Now, if you still think about this today, fellas, it's still in existence. Because if somebody can bleed for weeks and months and not die, that makes them uncommon amongst any other life form on earth. And to be able to birth a, a, a human being that would be a functioning citizen in society one day is a powerful nature to have. And we just living through it daily. You know what I'm saying? Even though they are the receivers of what we give them to them, we got to think about the nature of it. So God created us, men, and created women out of our rib, which is the same area that they use to carry their babies. So God birthed their women from men. And actually, the term woman means a man with a womb. You get what I'm saying? So in this way, we are all connected. But like I said, they have certain powers. <laughs> and this is literally known from the first human in the text. And so God created Adam first, and he explained the rules, the regulations, and gave him the keys and all. He said, cool, Adam, I'm going to give through with a helper, but remember, you run the show. And like we all know what Adam do, he folded. But with ups comes downs, and that's the nature of it. So I seen a video the other day of this woman talking about her dude, and she said, I hate when my man come home, and he shows real emotions and take his anger out on me, when he was just at work fake smiling with them and telling them what they wanted. <laughs> And that's funny off GP because there's some truth to it, but that ain't what y'all ask for, though, ladies. You see the confusion? Y'all ask us not to lie and tell the truth. But when we do, it's the same results. It's confusing. So as the first ones to possess the earth, fellas, it is on us to realize that we must keep a balance. And something that works is putting pride aside sometimes so that your lady can have that moment that she wants. Even though she's say different and you don't feel like it, you got to fake it till you make it in some moments. Because... You know, we operate on logics, and most of them operate on emotions. So, now remember, I said sometimes, not all the time, because at a point of you faking anything for more than a moment, you become miserable. And that's not good, ladies. They say happy wife, happy life, but we got to remember who the head of the snake is. And so, the balance of any marriage or any relationship is vital. Let's think about all the type of wars that have been started over love, even though it's a direct opposite of each other. It's hard not to get angry when you think about somebody else, you know, that you love making somebody else feel the way that they make you feel. But that's the nature of humans, though. We are all territorial. If you take a toy away from a child right now, what do they say? No, it's mine. <laughs> and children can't fake emotion because they don't understand how to fake emotion. If you want to know anything that involves the truth, ask a child something. They'll tell you. And so... That goes to show that this is a planned emotion that God has stored for us. Why do you think he wants us with one person naturally? But us having our own free will, we do it anyways, even though we know some people are not good for us. So what happens if you have a child by somebody you didn't want to have it by? Or what does it mean if, if the child was unplanned? I, know, I understand we're getting a little bit deep, but bear with me. You get what I'm saying? So from my perspective, I say don't question it. Within a spiritual manner, the mother of Jesus didn't even plan him. Yeah, he was the most influential of all time, as well as the actual son of God. And her soon-to-be husband was out the door as any other man would be. But God sent the angel to him and told him different. Now, fellas, if your lady pop up pregnant and it ain't no angel come tell you different, I don't know what to tell you, my dog. But I'm going to get into something different. So, like, I was kicking it with my cousin the other day and our friend, and she said, uh, some days I wake up and I look like my mama, and the other days I wake up and I look like my grandma on my daddy's side. And that's weird. 
I said, no, nah, that makes sense. She said, how? So I explained it to her that most people usually go after someone with traits of the opposite gender parent, whether it's characteristic or physical appearances. And that makes us feel at home with a person. Though it is, this can be harmful in a way too, because you know this is why some women have a hard time of letting go. And I'm not saying that your pops wasn't a good person, because some didn't even have him. And some did, but they never got anything out of him. So that leads them to interpret the operation of a man cluelessly. And there's a lot of great areas in this, because this leads women into serious relationships with a person who they think would be a good fit for a father. So this becomes why it is hard to release, because for some, it feels like you're losing your father again. And the whole time, he never had his pops either. And so the concept of fatherhood has to be recreated and republished by us. But what I can say is that our generation has some some good fathers, you get what I'm saying, from, from the people that I personally know. I'm going to say that, though. You know what I'm saying? From the people that I'm around and what I've seen. But the, the, the whole concept of this is not a gender-specific issue. This is for men as well. I think about it, man. Like, what's keeping you in a position of vulnerability? You know what I'm saying? What's the root of it? With there being a billion people to possess the earth, majority women and good women too, we as people have to stop letting history manipulate our hearts. We have to destroy soul ties. Or it could be simply a logical explanation that you drop the ball and now you see that you're losing them for the next person to have. You're seeing them as a loss and they're seeing you as a lesson because what you put them through is a clear portrait of the opposite of what they ever settled for. You know what I'm saying? Think about your worst ex. Exactly. So within the truth, it is vital that we tell the truth, but it is crucial that the truth can be accepted within a way that it is spoken. You know what I'm saying? Meaning to listen, to understand instead of listening to respond. I'm going to say that again. We need to accept the truth. In a way that it is spoken, meaning to listen to understand instead of listening to respond. I mean, it's so magical how communication can clear up problems that linger for years, and this is beyond relationship. We communicate daily with non-human things to get permission anyways. You get what I'm saying? Think about it. We use car keys to communicate with the car when we are ready to use it. We use house keys to communicate when we're ready to come in. We use toilet handles to communicate when we are ready to flush, but we still don't use our words to communicate a misunderstanding or arguments or perceptions. Yeah, we live in a time of indirect conflict or a sneak dissing. This is general, though. You know what I'm saying? I seen two grown men the other day in the same room sneak dissing each other. It's real life sick. Instead of pulling each other to the side, they made general statements, quote unquote, <laughs> with no address on it. And this observation concluded me to think that some people do not have enough self-control to take criticism and listen without conflicts, thoughts of anger. You know what I'm saying? It's a damn shame. Even if you let it slide, it make you look as if you scary or you quiet. But to be powerful is to not let words offend you and just to know that they actually hot air. You know what I'm saying? Physically, it's hot air. I've never seen someone die from words being spoken to them. You get what I'm saying? But it is some things that you have to check in some situations that you got to check that person about, though. You get what I'm saying? It's the principles of disrespect. But you got to know when to use that principle. And that's the key of it all. You get what I'm saying? The key to clarity is communication. And it's all within the questions that you ask. 
But I'm going to leave y'all with this, man. Learn how to ask questions, and you will be able to obtain anything in this world through words. You know what I'm saying? Write this down if you can, or if you're interested in writing this down. The way you ask questions will benefit you to get anything you want or you know in life. But as always, man, it's been a pleasure. I appreciate y'all tuning in into the Progression Through Perspective podcast, and I am your host, Johnny D. Y'all be safe. Y'all be smooth. And remember, slow motion better than no motion. I'm out.